Hi, I'm Kat Bresser, Clarity Coach, helping people figure out who they are, where they're going, and how to get there. You're listening to Talking About My Evolution, and today I want to talk about dissociating, dissociative state, dissociative state, or what did they say, structural dissociation? Anyway, (laughs) I was listening to this... um, presentation today. Actually, I listened to it for the second time today. I listened to it yesterday as well from the National Institute for, uh, I don't know, Cognitive Applied Behavioral Psychology or whatever, NICABM. Um, They have a free summit right now about trauma and I'm very interested in trauma and how how it shows up in people and yesterday I was talking with Franny on our walk and just like all this stuff was clicking I wish to God I'd been recording it I don't know if I'm going to do as good a job today but what would it take right so while I was listening to this presentation I I wasn't familiar with the dissociative state. I would have said, I don't know, that didn't apply to me. (laughs) The week before was the freeze response. And one of the reasons I was listening to that was because it totally applies to Franny. And so I learned some subtle differences in how the response might look and um, some strategies to deal with it. Most of it I was instinctively doing. So today I was just listening because it was the second one and the first one was good and I didn't think it was going to apply to me. And all of a sudden they just started talking about all this stuff. And I was like, holy shit. That's what I've been. (laughs) And then I was thinking about all the people I knew, especially in Gross Point. And I'm like, oh my God, that's how most of my friends and family act. And that reminded me of conversations I was having with my cousin over the weekend about how my hometown really screws kids up and um, how most of us are survivors of intense trauma, whether it's alcoholism or abuse, um, verbal neglect, uh, verbal abuse, neglect, physical abuse, sexual abuse. I mean, there was a fair amount of sexual abuse going on for sure. Um, I mean, there are a lot of different kinds of abuses and and that was just like the, the the kids who fit in. (laughs) Like I can't imagine what it was like for the kids who didn't fit in and were trying to fit in. Um, it was a rough place to grow up, even though it looked really good on the outside. It was all shiny on the outside. And very seamy and ugly on the inside. And I think, I mean, I think that's how a lot of nice communities are. But, um, yeah, this dissociation. I mean, (laughs) just when they were talking about. um, So dissociation is when you have experienced trauma. And um, you, you wall that part of your personality off from the other parts. And you become very compartmentalized and um, very functional. 
and you just have all these different parts of you. You have the fun side and the serious side and the professional side and the romantic side and the mothering side and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So you have all these different sides to you and they're not integrated. Like they're all separate. So this reminded me very much of like the fact that I, I used to think this was a, well, I mean, maybe it is a real plus. I used to think this was an amazing skill to have to be a chameleon. And I mean, I know tons of chameleon people and gross point. Some of them I worry about because I can tell they really have no sense of self um, or they rarely feel safe enough to let it out. And so I've recognized it in other people, but in myself, I just thought I was very adaptive. But I know I did a podcast a while ago um, when I listened to Kane Shia, who was one of our coaches from Christie's Intuition, um, when he talked about being the same, and I know he had some kind of phrase and I forgot what it was, but he acts the same in every situation. And Dean Graziosi and Tony Robbins and all these successful guys do the same thing. Like Dean prides himself on the fact that he'll wear the same t-shirt like to a board meeting or to hang out with his kids. Like he dresses the same, he acts the same, he doesn't change his persona to match other people's. He doesn't worry about walking on eggshells or reading the room. Like he's just going to show up the way he is. And, and that's something I admire. And then I, I mean, I remember when I first heard Kane talking about it and I was like, huh, this is before I went home for the summer. And I remember thinking like, oh, I don't know if I could be like that or boy, that seems really bold. <laughs> um, but when I was walking with Franny yesterday, it dawned on me that I am doing a better and better job of being the same person in every situation in my life. Now, I did notice when I went back to work that some of my people pleasing came back in a big way. Um, cause I just felt really insecure. I had no real direction. I still don't. But now that I've gotten the job, I know that like approval's been given, license has been given to, permission's been given to me to learn, not necessarily to make mistakes, but there is definitely an implicit like forgiveness there. Like I know you're learning. I know you're learning in challenging times. You're basically all by yourself. And, and I've been put in this position over and over. And actually it makes me want to cry a little bit because it just seems like I'm always learning through trial by fire. Like I rarely have <laughs> any mentors or much support. So that's where the people pleasing comes, right? I want people to like me and I want people to um, like be friendly because I'm basically <laughs> all by myself. A lot of people will recognize it, which reminds me a little bit of being with my Aunt Claudia. Like, it's always been acknowledged <laughs> that I've had a tough time of things or 
been in a unique circumstance for whatever and that you know I'm doing great um but there's all you know acknowledgement is great but there's rarely been any help or support and um so yeah that's a big trigger but now that I'm in the job and I mean people keep saying like oh you're gonna love it here you can be here like for the rest of your life, like, it's great, and, and I just feel like I'm, I can relax, (laughs) like, I made it, um, and they like me, they really like me, (laughs) I, uh, so the people pleasing is going away a little bit, um, the desire to help is still there, but the desire to ingratiate myself with my boss, um, has gone away, because I, I already did it, I did it, (laughs) and it worked, Um, my real personality isn't that different from the people pleasing, but the people pleasing, um, doesn't support me. And I've talked about that in other podcasts and I need to support me. So if that means like whatever, saying no or taking lunch or being sick, I mean, I was very freaked out last week. Well, you know, you'll hear about it. (laughs) I know I haven't posted for a while. My computer was broken and blah, 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 just all this stuff. And I've been busy at work and wah, wah, wah. So I know I'm behind um, posting my life for you guys. But basically when I was out sick, um, I was freaked out because I just started. And I thought, well, maybe they can fire me right away for taking sick leave. But I really was sick. Anyway, I'm rambling. So some other um, things about the dissociative state. Clues for the therapist to to see is um, spaciness, which, I mean, my God, I, I, well, that really happens in a grocery store. And it's so funny because whenever I go shopping, I still think about the hours my mom spent at JCPenney or at um, whatever that fabric store was, Uh, Jimmy Cricket or something. I don't know. Maybe that was a book I read all the time. Um, It doesn't matter the name of it, but it was near JCPenney, and just, just, uh, just couldn't leave. It was torture, torture. So when I go to a store, I just, those feelings come back. And I, I, I think, yeah, I always say it's like I'm in a tunnel, but I think I go into a dissociative state and I just can't process things. I thought maybe it's a freeze response, but it seems like maybe it's dissociative. And so I have to like pull things from the periphery, like right in front of me in order to see it. Cause I, like it's like I lost peripheral vision I don't know it's strange it doesn't happen every time but it happens in a grocery store for sure and it's a way to deal with overwhelm but um yeah and then something else is and Harold and I both have this uh when we feel overwhelmed um emotionally or by whatever sensory overload we start to self-harm. And uh, so as a kid, I used to bite my nails so hard that, you know, they bled. And Henry does that for sure. I think 
Franny does too. Maybe not quite as badly as Henry. And then the scratching. Um, so I, I mean, Harold and I both like can't stop like scratching or Ugh, I don't like to talk about it, but like I, I like my skin to be smooth. So if there's a scab on it, I take the scab off because I want the smooth skin. But then then things scar and it's just a vicious cycle. If I just left things alone, I would heal up much faster and I wouldn't have the scarring. But whatever, it's just something. And especially when I get nervous, like I immediately start to whatever. But I think it explains so often when I'm with my parents, like why I start picking at my nails and Michael's always yelling at me like stop picking at your nails and it's because I start to dissociate like being around them reminds me of all the stuff that I would rather not think about and um, there were a couple other things but uh, symptoms or characteristics to look out for but the big ones were spaciness and self-harm which they said you know in the doctor's office because most of these seminars are for therapists um, and psychologists in the doctor's office you might see like immediate self-harm on a light level like biting your nails or pulling your hair or, or whatever which is what Franny does but um, then that could lead to them drinking and drugging or engaging in much more serious uh, self-harm when they leave the office. So they talked about coping strategies. And I'll talk about that in a different, um, I think, in the next podcast. But yeah, the dissociative state. I mean, the crazy thing was like, Franny's like, well, yeah, of course. How would you not know all that? And I'm like, I don't know. I, I probably knew it at one time, but I have... I've never fully understood it, and I know I had psychology, um, and I know I've heard of the dissociative state. I I didn't think it applied to me. Uh, It must not have been talked about in terms that I understood, or I was too close to it (laughs) and walled myself off from it. So um, anyway, just really interesting stuff for me. thought I would share, and uh, I'm going to sign off because we're at almost uh, 15 minutes. So... Thanks for listening and have a great day.